Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast on the internet. Podcast. Podcast. On the internet. What one. What one. I am trying to fool jewel thieves uh, because I am your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Elenito. And I'm the expectant virgin, Joe Garber. And mm-hmm. this evening, we are seated together to discuss... Cruise at your own risk. <laughs> Which is true in real life, too. That's very true in real life. Right now, especially. Yeah. Norwalk virus. Uh, <laughs> Legionnaires. What was- um, What's that? <laughs> Norwalk? Uh, Norwalk was a was a disease that swept cruise, sh- cruise ships. Um, something yeah. like And it will again. Don't sell it short. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, so I, it's going to have its, its comeuppance. Norovirus. <laughs> Noro, yeah. Yeah, it uh, just... Is a gastrointestinal nightmare that spreads like wildfire, apparently. Mm-hmm. Disease tubs. Which I do mm-hmm. believe I had once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was not fun. From a cruise that you went <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, I don't like no, that. No, it was from a, uh, from a meal that was prepared for on me a, by on someone a cruise who ship. had this. And uh, everyone that ate this meal... <laughs> no, <laughs> Over the course terrible. of three days uh, became... Full water butt, and it yeah. was really, really something. Um, yeah, it was. I a have real never nightmare. heard that expression before. Well, but welcome, suffice welcome to, to say, world. we this episode is not sponsored by the cruise industry. No. <laughs> oh, the cruise ship they're on is called the Desire. Is Desiree. Right? The Desiree. The Desiree. <laughs> oh, excuse what me. What were the names of the other ships? I meant to write that down because I thought they were really. It was funny the way that they were just like, and this one got robbed, and this one got robbed. <laughs> yeah. Oops, oh, fuck, spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> I don't remember the names of any of the other ones. I don't either. Uh, we... only one matters. Only the, only the Desiree. Stanley talks so quickly. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's do the Minute Maxes. <laughs> I'm going to start us off today, and I am going to set a timer <laughs> for one minute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> okay. Uh, someone is stealing expensive jewelry from Hart's cruise ships. Uh, I don't know what their cruise line industry is called. I'm assuming Hart Cruises. Um, <laughs> and Jonathan goes undercover with Jennifer and Max as uh, Carter and Christina something. And uh, <laughs> Max is Guido de la Fortuna, which means <laughs> I drive some luck. And uh, <laughs> they meet a very attractive couple who seem to be jewel thieves. And then they're followed around by a weird older dude who uh, says he's from the Hearts Insurance Company. But double cross the insurance guy is just an opportunist <laughs> who is trying to steal the jewels from the jewel thieves. Uh, but, you know, none of that matters because... There is a scene where uh, they are where Max is taking a disco dance class, and it <laughs> blew my mind. Wow! <gasps> wow! But it's not the end of the episode. No, <laughs> <laughs> it should be though. Yeah, I think their, the hearts should be called the cruise line should be called Cruzy Hearts. Cruzy Hearts. <laughs> I think it, I think you can come up with a gayer name than that. Mm, that's true. All right. Let me think about what happened. (laughs) Here we go. Cruise at your own risk. Jonathan and Jennifer and Max, for some reason, decide to all put on fake accents and go (laughs) undercover to figure out who's been jewel thieving on their 
cruisy hearts, <laughs> cruise ship. Um, and they decide to dress Jennifer up in a bunch of jewels, a bunch of fake jewels to attract the thieves. And that's all they do. And the first people they meet when they get on the ship is the thieves. Wow. That's very, that's like great for them. <laughs> they don't really talk to anybody else except the thieves the entire time. So the thieves want to show them a good time. They want to try to steal from them. They're kind of casing the joint. Max falls in, or this girl, Enid, no, she falls in love with Max as a Italian. They run around the ship. There's this insurance guy watching them. He says he's from the insurance company, but he's not. He double crosses them and they chase them under the belly of the ship. They're all holding each other up. And the then they catch the thieves. And the, the female thief has a redemption story and saves Jennifer. The end. Would you really call that a redemption story? Yes. Or a, or a, re- a <laughs> redemptive <your> moment? <laughs> story. Arc. <clears throat> Plot line. Fully redeemed. Okay. Okay. Uh, here we go. Cruise at your own risk. That's going to be the best part of my minute, Max, and I haven't even started yet. Okay. <laughs> so the hearts uh, find out that their cruise ships are getting burgled, so they decide to go undercover as people with a twingy accent and a really bad fake Italian accent on the Desiree. They get on board, and the jewel thieves immediately are alerted, like, oh, my God, there's some people with some jewelry. We better rob them. And then there's a man sneaking around looking menacing to the one, and surprise, it's Higgins from Magnum P.I. <laughs> so the jewel thieves, like, everybody fucks around in the hearts cabin, like, getting all up in the jewels, all elbows deep, and the insurance guy's like, I'm the insurance guy. Jonathan's like, okay, you can help us. And they're like, I need to eat some nuts. And then Max <laughs> takes a disco lesson with Edith, the merry widow of the Desiree. And then um, there's a bunch of shit where they're like, oh, we are pretending to get the jewels. No, I'm hitting you on the head and opening up a pipe. And then Jennifer and everyone freaks out. There's a bunch of, um, I don't know, wrestling. And then everybody chases everybody <laughs> down into the thing. And the ladies are wearing bomb mask jumpsuits. And Jennifer weirdly like jumps on a rope and gets stuck. And then the lady who has parallel bars on a cruise ship saves her. And then they're like, hey, insurance man is fake. He dead. Wait, he's not dead. He's just arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. The end. It was mm. not murder. There was no murder. There was no been. murder. There should have been some murder. The lady's name was, was... There's a lot of gun kicking. Yeah, Esther, Esther, <laughs> That's Esther, a good time. Esther. Oh, I thought it was Edith. I thought Whatever. it was too. I like she She's was very my aggressive. she was my favorite character from the episode. I liked her arc. We're not at pick your poke yet. Just okay. Sorry, just <laughs> hold back. Uh, I'm so hot for Esther though. So wait, so it's Christine, Christine Blue, and Blue and Blue. Blue. I think she's meant to be Cajun or something. And Carter Chamberlain. Carter Chamberlain. Their fake names need some work. Why did they do that to themselves? Why did they come up with fake accents and fake names? Because it's fun. They're having fun. There is no reason for them to do anything that they are doing in this show. So it's just them having fun, which which is the excuse that I use to enjoy it. Like it's right. (laughs) If I may do one rewrite. Already. Yeah. It's that you gotta have a reason like i get the the hearts okay like southern accents whatever they were doing that's okay to come up with an entire concept for max a guido for della fortuna <laughs> you have to have a reason for doing that it's like there's he, i get i get why like it's fun to see him act like that but there was zero reason to have even have him come along he did i forgot he was on the ship for a long time that's <laughs> <laughs> because he's mostly just hanging out this is just another one of their yeah. weird sex games. Like, just yeah. like let's pretend to be different people and that's fuck. True. Like yeah. that's which is exactly what they did. Like they, except when they were fucking, they didn't pretend to be different people. 
uh, well, maybe they actually did because there was the no. whole that was weird. Uh, sailor, mm. you're out of uniform. Uh-uh. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, no. it's the it's the job for the first mate. Uh. Yeah, this is a job for the first mate. None of us mentioned that the opening scene of this episode is actually a super amazing cat burglar scene mm-hmm. where someone all in black, including a balaclava with little cat ears, basically, um, is tying a rope to the railing of the cruise ship and then just slides down the rope and opens the porthole and then uh, tries on necklaces. And we realize that it's the woman who later we discover is Pamela, who is not only the entertainment uh, director for the Desiree, but she's also a jewel thief in concert with her husband, who is gross and whose name I can't remember, Mm. but they also apparently rob rich people on the Riviera, right? But so she goes in the porthole and then it's like, hmm, Pamela. I, That's Pam- actually a great scene. Pamela like was scene. great. I had a problem with that scene. <laughs> it was that the all black cat burglar getup doesn't work on the deck of White the cruise ship. ship. <laughs> That's a problem. Someone's bound to right. Notice everyone's that. like, "There's a giant bat." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, but at the end, I like how they riff on the rope skills. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's yeah, kind of cool. It's a good this, bookend. This uh, and Pamela's so hot. It's kind of like, well, thank God I don't have to hate the shit out of Pamela because she's crazy hot. Those boobs are death defying. Yeah. In that first in that second scene, she has. I'm just <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. She what? was she was another shitter get off the pot villain like uh David. Is that his name? David the the, the scientist Karen's, Karen's Karen's side piece. Yeah, she was like, like unsure yeah. of what she was doing. Behind Pamela's eyes, she's just like, I can't believe this idiot's making me do this with him. Yeah. How can I kill him and make it look like an accident? <laughs> yeah. That whole time where he's like, We gotta do this again. And she's like, But you said that last time. We agreed. And anytime there's a conversation between criminals working together and somebody says, but we agreed shit's about to blow up yeah. big time. Mm-hmm. So she testifies against him yeah, clearly. And yeah. the hearts are like, yeah, let's she- save Pamela. She's just fucked up from being a gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> a gymnast from trying to continue her gymnastic a career. A world-class gymnast. Gymnast. Mm-hmm. As Jennifer so succinctly put She's it. Gymnasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, b- this episode was a weird one. Uh, I I had fun. I, it, yeah, it was, was fun. A, it was very fun. I was very happy to see Deanne. Um, I was very yes, happy to see Deanne Deanne's and her big giant red, red glasses. glasses. Yeah. Thank you, Ellen. Uh, I was very and Stanley. So I was good. weirdly happy to see Stanley, even though I can't stand him. And he's yeah. can't stand Stanley. You're not supposed to. No, you guys aren't Stanley stands. I I meant to. I had it in my brain uh, that was immediately erased when I hit start on the timer for the minute max mm-hmm. that I was going to say Puerto Vallarta three times during my, <laughs> yep. during my, uh, I Minimax. thought they were making up another, uh, Bacopa. He, Cause Stanley says port, Porto Badardo. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> Porto Badardo. Yeah, I thought they were going to say that anyone, was a real place. <laughs> anyone who was alive and cognizant during the time period that this episode aired, it was also high love boat time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Everyone knew cruise boats seemingly only went to Puerto Vallarta because that's where the love boat went. Yeah. Oh, is that why? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I sort of love just that they're doing this murderous, shady riff on the love boats, like cutesy, yeah. yucky. The, the crime boat. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, though, I think, I don't know. I don't know if they shot on an actual cruise ship. I, I really doubt it because the set I'm, design. I bet they shot on the set for the love boat. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The set design was terrible in this episode. I really didn't like it. Uh, I had a massive problem with the furniture in yeah, every it, scene. Yeah, it looked really cheap. And mm, I was like, wow, that's the biggest stateroom ever when she's in the shower. I was just like, that's yeah. massive. It's huge. Yeah. Like their, their room on that cruise ship is big enough to have a couch. And then they cut. Yeah, it's like Jonathan and Jennifer getting ready in their room. And then they cut to the criminal's room. And it's a weird little tiny desk in the middle. And she's behind him sitting at this little desk putting mm-hmm. on her jewelry and makeup and stuff. And Mm -hmm. it was just uncomfortable. I've never noticed set design as much as I did in this episode. And Joe, it's not a tiny desk. It's a vanity. Oh, is it? If it's a desk with a mirror behind it, it's a vanity. No, no, he's... It's like she's standing in front of the vanity. He's behind her sitting at a little desk and it has those pens that go into the little gold Mm -hmm. holder. (laughs) Like it's a full. Because you're writing letters in your stateroom. It's it's a desk to be worked at. Is it also his office? I guess. But why is she behind directly behind him? It's bizarre. I don't know. It really weirded me out and was not good mise-en-scene. What the fuck was with Patrick's hair? You mean how it was white in the back? Like yes, a and a two-inch thing in the back? A little flip-up in the back. I was like, That what? was wild. I was like, if that's natural and it can't be, that is crazy. It seemed like it. a wig, like a really bad wig. And I kept waiting he for the wig like, to come off. <laughs> he was like the sideways Cruella de Vil of the Desiree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was- I, I found myself- mesmerized by looking at his teeth while he talked. Yeah, totally. He had some, he had some teeth. He's Irish, so uh, we can... <laughs> oh, okay. That's why he had a little bit of an accent sometimes. Yeah, his I accent was I could not stop. Really... I practically fell into that guy's mouth. Yeah. I was staring at it so hard. Not because it was bad. It was just fascinating. And it really just points out to me that the difference between the 70s and 80s is that you were just allowed to look like a human being and be on television. Totally. Mm -hmm. He had a very, very interesting look and it changed drastically depending on the angle you were at to him. Mm -hmm. His profile was very strange. He was just kind of weird all overall. And he was wearing tiny short shorts. natural, like if if it's like it, it, the bottom part grows white and the other stuff is brown because that that could happen. It's not like my hair where I wouldn't have like a big chunk of white like just at the bottom (laughs) or in the middle. But I mean, he had curly hair. So I just found that kind of fascinating. And it really pops up at the most inopportune moment when he's like rooting around in the capped off pipe in the bowels of the Desiree, like to make sure that a necklace is still there. The first time I noticed it was when they were skeet shooting, (laughs) which I was like, that was my first like real good laugh of the episode was. Because Jonathan has a full on like hunting outfit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. His jacket was really cool. (laughs) I really liked that jacket. Mm. And it was like he was at Balmoral shooting like Muntak deer or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That really aged the episode. Unless, do they still do skeet shooting off cruise ships? I I hope not. I mean, I just hope that there are not not activities. I hope there aren't activities on a cruise ship that involve live ammunition. (laughs) Yeah. You know there are, though. Like, that seems so... Like, isn't it dangerous enough to be on the little, like, surfing simulator thing? Oh. Well, I, I had a moment where I was like, when they're running around, that I never had through the millions of episodes of The Love Boat that I've seen, um, which is running around on the deck of a cruise ship, like, up and down the stairs, like, all the different levels. Mm-hmm. That's fucking terrifying, you know? Like, you catch your toe somewhere and you just bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's scary to me. We touched briefly before we started the episode about how we all feel about cruises. But for me, I'll just say a big boat like that 
just scares me because I feel like I'm going to be like one of the poor people on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. So none of us have ever been on a cruise. No. no. Would And you guys would not go on a cruise. No. Would you guys it go is, on a heart-to-heart is, themed cruise? No. No. <laughs> if it left, if yes. it left <laughs> land, if it left uh, land, no. But if it was, if it was just a, a it's party like on, the on Queen a cruise Mary. ship, yeah. then I would go. But huh. uh, yeah, no, it's, I don't want to spend multiple days uh, confined with strangers yeah. in the middle of a fucking body of water. Yeah. I, don't I also, I, I don't like boats very much. I'm not like a boat guy. I don't like the, the ocean is a beautiful and terrifying place and I don't live there and I don't want to. Mm. See, I'm into the ocean and being on the ocean, but there's something about the, I think it's like cruise ships just don't have stuff that interests me. Yeah. Like it just doesn't interest me because I would never go to like a resort. And to me, it's kind of just like a resort. So yeah, to me, right. vacationing is not about a resort, but like the ocean, I'll just, I'll jump right into the fucking ocean anytime. I would be much more interested. I just found out you can book uh, a little room on a freight ship carrying boat. I don't know what those are called. A freighter. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. No, go ahead. Oh, I <laughs> just found out you can do that for travel and you can like go to, Asia or whatever, and like it's just a bunch of workers, and I think I would be it's much like, more likely uh, to do that. The life aquatic, yeah, exactly. But, except everybody's like, "Oh my god, you guys! Fifteen thousand Hyundai's just pulled up, and Joe Garber." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just always think that isn't that how like Crycheck on the X Files travels? When totally, <laughs> and that's why that's why I was like, "Don't," <laughs> because I believe that to be real. Yeah, what is that? Like, and that's, by real, that's like, I mean real dangerous, and then a bunch of goo, and it's yeah. all fucked up. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I do think that that's that seems like the most the the best way for uh, people who are probably international criminals to travel. <laughs> yeah, well, and if and they're carrying uh, deadly yeah. viruses, that <laughs> I guess. Yeah, no, or like there's like there's just it's just a deck where it's just you quarantine animals and some criminals mm-hmm. wearing like Hannibal Lecter Which hockey I, mask things, so they can't. Bite your face off. Or I have something? a much more romantic vision of this than you guys. I'm do. going to write. Uh, I'm going to write that movie so no one steal that from me. Okay, is it where Jeff Goldblum punches a dog and then I start crying because I don't understand why Wes Anderson movies are so mean to dogs? Um, the I, I'm the reason I react. It's it's a hundred million percent cry check. Good call, Eric. You could see the goo in the corner of my yes. eyes. Like I'm. Oh. Um, my in my head, it's all National Geographic photos. It's just boxes of Natural Geographic photos. No, it's just like what <laughs> what my life is on is. that on that freight ship is just beautiful it's, National Geographic photos. It's like you <laughs> and a bunch of super ripped uh, yeah. Filipino dudes, mm-hmm. which I'm down for. I'm open to that. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode opens uh, <laughs> right after the uh, cat burglar scene. We are treated to more Jonathan and Jennifer oh sex talk. Uh, he used LA Mobile, LA Mobile to call. <laughs> right. To call they totally use LA and Mobile. And wake up Jennifer to tell her, thank you for the sex this morning. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? I mean, I think it's bizarre. I mean, what? Don't, don't call. <laughs> oh. It, yeah. Why are you calling from the don't car? Don't call. I'm, I, she was sleeping. You can text, but I guess in the, they can't text. In the 80s, I'd say <laughs> the Telegram. I'd say send flowers or a pizza. Thanks for the sex. Stop. Be, really? Yeah. <laughs> do, there are people. Do, do people not like that one? Where you, where you get phone calls? 
No, like, do people not like to be complimented? No, I, I like it. I think it's just I, like it's a the very method that we have. A it's very problem with. <laughs> In person. He woke LA her up. Mobile, she was LA asleep. Yeah, mobile, she was asleep and he woke her up and that made me angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I Only feel like me, everyone, everyone wants it. like somebody to like ding-a-ling. Oh, totally. Like, totally. Like, but you know, say like it with pepperoni. spoon on the pan or whatever, like triangle, <laughs> like, hey everybody, thanks for the awesome fuck. Like cows come home for dinner. <laughs> But, you know, like as the single person here, maybe I'm doing it wrong and that would explain a lot, wouldn't it? <laughs> My favorite Stanley line, uh, aside from from Porto Valor, Porto Valor, was chopped peanuts. Who is this? <laughs> what? That's a lot of chopped peanuts. I when feel like they set us up Stanley? to just like Stanley yeah. because nobody. What do we do to cheaters? Knock them out. Like he, because he was so creepy at that company party. Yeah, he's earlier he's in the season that it's just like to be disliked. Right, yeah. but he should just be the archetypal like nervous, sweaty accountant, like a like a pre Rick Moranis Ghostbusters kind of nerdy, mm-hmm. like a stickiness, right? Mm-hmm. But instead, they made him like a cheater, which is an extra layer that nobody needs, yeah. and it's sort of depressing, mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I mean, I love that Deanne's just basically like, oh, Mr. Hart, those two groceries are in your office. And <laughs> put on these, these amazing, big, pre-Sally Jesse Raphael, yes. slightly tinted red eyeglasses and just give you, give everyone such a fucking look. <laughs> those were great. Those glasses are so good. They totally. are good. Uh, she looked she, great. She yeah. What you about to diss the end? A little bit. Uh, she her hair. I don't. Shut up. What? I don't think it's working for her. It's oh, like very I think flopsy. It's cute. It's very, I think it's uh, very cute. Especially with the glasses, I think it's very cute. I don't know. Joe, you have a history of disliking Deanne's hair. I have yeah. a history of opposite. Yeah. And I think we should just yeah agree to disagree about Deanne's hair. Are we all in agreement about those rad red glasses? Yes. Those okay, are great. yes, okay. good. Yeah. We're, okay. <laughs> who who amongst us will be the first to get a pair of DNs? <laughs> <laughs> we should get all get them for Christmas. Mimi, mm-hmm. where did you get those glasses? I know. Can we, I know that er, the fans are like, you need to get Saffer or you need to get Taffy or RJ on the show. And it's like, well, yeah. But to me, like it's Mimi Maynard, who I super love. I love Deanne. Yeah, me too. I would love um, to. I would really like to talk to Deanne. I would love to talk to. Well, I'd like to talk. I'm sorry, I'm not James Lipton. I would like to talk to Mimi Maynard. <laughs> but what if it was kind of like James Lipton? So, um, in Jonathan's office, the uh, Mads Mickelson meets KFC guy <laughs> is telling him that his cruise oh, ship company. Please refer to the Colonel by his. Oh, the Colonel. Yeah. His ranking. Colonel He's KFC guy. Cur- Colonel Lecter. Colonel 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 Lecter. Colonel. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. This guy's name is Colonel Colonel Lecter. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> what does this have to do with Deanne's amazing he, glasses? Um, they're telling Jonathan there's about all the, his, the thievery on his cruise ships, and he won't let the insurance company <laughs> investigate for some reason because he doesn't want a big media They don't frenzy. want the premiums to go up. Right, but... And the... Like people to not take their super expensive jewelry <laughs> onto a cruise? Yeah, I guess. 
Who's doing that? I don't know what. Not I even guess. on the love. They didn't even do that on the love boat. I mean, but the love boat's just junked up with the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Yeah, and shit. you get dressed up. <laughs> On these cruise ships, because these are luxury heart cruise lines. Well, because there's a black tie thing. There's the captain's dinner. Yeah. At the end. But supposedly, it just doesn't. I don't know. Does that make sense? That and then the insurance company is just going to walk away apparently, and it's like, what's it's the point like of the having insurance? Not like the hearts can't afford to pay insurance premiums. Yeah. I had a moment where, because of course, it's also part of my job. Where, like my closest colleague, like deals with all of our insurance stuff, right? So I. Even though I don't want to know about it, I know a lot about how insurance works <laughs> or stuff that's super, super high value. And it's just like, it's just not a thing, you know, like you yeah. would just pay the premium and shit happens. I mean, that's what insurance is for. Shit happens. I realized that like publicity wise, Jonathan's like, we don't want people, people don't want to go on the robber yeah. ship or whatever, but it's like, mm, get real. Yeah. That's, that's not a thing. That's the issue. Also, I don't think an insurance company can just walk away if you don't let them investigate claims. They wouldn't want to investigate claims, right? Because then they're not going to pay anything out. So for them, it's like, great, you're paying us a bunch of money. And then when something happens, you don't want us to cover it. So that's the ideal thing for an insurance company, I would think. They'd be like, great, we'll keep covering you forever. It just feels like the financial motivation that's expressed is not real, given what we know about hard industries yeah. in general. Yeah. But, and also, you know, if they can't do that, then they can't become like yeah. low country rednecks <laughs> yeah. and go on a cruise. It was just a great uh, excuse for them to play dress up and they took it. And it, yeah. was, it was like, we get to play dress up and solve a crime? Awesome. Yeah. The the amount of white suits in this episode, I approve. They That's the most dangerous thing the hearts have ever done is drink Bloody Marys wearing pristine white suits <laughs> while, <laughs> lounge, while lounging in on lounge chairs on a boat. It's like, are you fucking crazy? That's how smooth they are. I guess. Mm. They're very smooth. I appreciate what I perceive, of course, because I think everything is like, like I'm focusing like my my weird <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> uh, classic Hollywood or Agatha Christie uh, telescope. But when the jewel thieves, when the whatever the fuck their name, uh, the Granvilles? Yeah, the Granvilles. The Granvilles yeah. referenced that they're also cat burglarizing on the Riviera. Mm-hmm. Of course, then I immediately think of To Catch a Thief, which is great. But then I also am thinking like into the future, there's a great upcoming episode that refers to Rear Window. But I just love like the little sprinklings. Like we had Marlowe last week. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, there's just those little, little nuggets dropped here and there um, <laughs> that I really appreciate. Actually, Jonathan mentions the thin man uh, in mm-hmm. this episode. He does. I was hoping that Jennifer was going to continue the <laughs> reference, but uh, this is before that kind of malarkey happened in television <laughs> shows. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but it was cute. Can we talk about Higgins from Magnum PI? Sure. Who is that? Um, <laughs> he was the the act the the supreme criminal. I what, the, I oh. I have I'm the, having trouble the insurance ranking agent. The, the criminals in this. Okay. <laughs> the insurance agent that became skeezy yeah, or whatever. I I really liked him. I wanted I, him, I wanted more of him. I thought he would make a really good grand villain recurring villain if there was one but which there isn't he's so cool in magnum Mm -hmm. pi like he's the ultimate in magnum pi john hillerman is the actor that we're talking about and john hillerman i i always think of him in chinatown 
Um, I do too. I think he's amazing. The one piece of trivia on IMDb for this episode was that mm-hmm. John Hillerman <laughs> uh, uses his British accent that he learned in acting school. And I'm like, no, not at all. Doesn't, no, not no, at all. He, he does in Magnum PI apparently, <laughs> but uh, not in this. And I, I have no idea who thought that one up. That trivia is a goof. Joe. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced Magnum P.I.? No, not at all. No, I, oh, wow. Just the theme song is epic. I have a very vague understanding of what that show is. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Well, I mean, it's not good, but it's good. Is he in every episode? <laughs> John, John Hillerman? He's pretty much, every yeah. Other, he's the max of, of he's, Magnum P.I. He's not in every episode, but I think... I could feel... I think Higgins is in almost every single episode. Yeah. And he I, gets his own Higgins-centric. He's the max... For Magnum. Oh, basically. cool. Okay. I like that. I'll say that three of my most favorite fashion moments from season one happen in this episode. Mm. Although this, this episode is not a favorite of mine. I don't dislike it, but it's kind of a throwaway for me. I can take it or leave it. Higgins notwithstanding. <laughs> but, um, cause I don't like cruise ships, mm-hmm. but Jennifer's, uh, dress, that's sh- the black dress that's yes. shot through with the metallic thread is mm-hmm. really amazing. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's the dueling jumpsuits oh, uh, yeah. at the end of the episode. So there's like the red yeah, and red. gold with the, it's not a jacket necessarily, with like the robe that goes over it. Yeah, and then Jennifer's like sparkly <laughs> black jumpsuit. They might both be pantsuits. I'm not sure, but I read everything as jumpsuit, even if they're separate. So I don't mm. give a shit. Those are jumpsuits. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, that's what you need to wear when you're running around the bowels of the ship and then weirdly jumping onto a rope like you're freaking Quasimodo of the Desiree. I was hoping that that lady, I forgot her name already, but she was a gymnast. So I was hoping she was going to start like flipping around through the pipes that's, and shit. I, I 100% well, thought I that was going to happen. Strength. Yeah. 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 Rope but you, climbing. She would, she would have to be strong in order to do that. Right. Yeah. She carried a chain yeah. down that rope. She's fucking around with the chain and she's all, mm. which is like right? that whole time. I was like, what's your plan? You're bringing a chain down to her. So many people get hit on the head. Yeah. There was a lot of sapping going yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Bonks. Which I love. Like I'm, a, I'm all for the sap, but in particular, if it's a garden hose with ball bearings in it. <laughs> Yep. I learned that from James Elroy. Oh, wow. So going back to Pamela's gymnast mm, scene. Gymnast. Uh, she has freaking parallel bars. Amazing. Yeah. That was so good. The shot of it, like the wide shot of it, where it was this giant set of a cruise ship. So good. But everyone was wearing like, so this was, mind you, this was the exercise class that uh, Jennifer <laughs> was imprisoned into because Jonathan <laughs> yeah. was going to go play with live ammunition with a criminal. But that shot was so nicely choreographed. Like everyone mm-hmm. was wearing really good. these crazy colors. It looked great. It was really fun. But the disco oh class God. that Let's Max talk about and that. Esther go to. I love the disco dancing. And I feel like that's like such a cruisy thing where it's like, take Dance lessons, right? I mean, that's just yeah. a cla- been a classic cruise thing from the dawn of time. This is what you do, I guess, during the day on a cruise. Yeah, which I think would be really fun. Have you guys ever taken dance lessons? I don't think so. Like swing dance at the beginning of Ooh. a swing dance thing. Really? Yeah, a little bit of that. Which like I think in is, Montana? No, in Seattle. Oh. The Century, oh, wow. Century Ballroom. But it was just the was best a, ballroom. Yeah, it was it's great. There's a swing right dance the there. Uh-huh. And they would give a little lesson before the swing dancing night. And I, 
am embarrassed that I did that. <laughs> Are you really? It's just like a phase I that I, I think there's a phase that young adults go through where they get into, they get into swing dancing. It's like, a, oh, see. and then they're the, t- the, pe- the people that will swing dance everywhere they go, like at different bars or shows or different dance nights. There'll be people breaking out into swing dancing. See, when I was in elementary school, we studied history in units. One of the units was World War II, and you could pick what cultural thing you wanted to focus on beyond like the regular history, and then you would do a presentation to the rest of the students. Mm -hmm. And so one of the options was to learn dances from the 40s. Oh, cool. Which was super amazing. And the the music was something I was really comfortable with because my father was such a jazz fan, like all of the artists really resonated with me. And so I was like, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I can still do all of those dances. And then weirdly in high school, still in the same, like you're a weird kid track of education. My favorite teacher lost his wife. And when he decided to re-enter like the world, he chose to learn ballroom dancing and he taught all of us how to ballroom dance, which I think would not necessarily happen in like a present day situation. You're not going to be like doing the foxtrot with your history teacher mm-hmm. in your portable, but <laughs> it made a big impression upon me. And I think that's why like, like I watched Saturday Night Fever that one time again for the eight million time. And I'm just going to learn how to do those dances. Like, I'm just going to do it. And it's going to be the one part of my life where I don't feel self-conscious or ugly or weird mm. because it's just about the music and it's about tradition. And so I think you should feel good that you took the step to learn swing dancing. I know people dismiss it as being very trendy, but mm-hmm. swing dancing has a history and a meaning and it holds a special place in the time period. You yeah. know, like to me, I feel that it really celebrates that extra moment. Like it, it celebrates a shared moment about music. Mm. Yes. That is really special. I always get, so I yeah, love dance. I believe that I love that idea about dance, that it's the time to let go. And people don't mm-hmm. even, even when you're dancing at a club or, or like a bar, or just a dance mm-hmm. night, regular dance night somewhere, people don't do that. It's so weird that it's like this self-conscious thing that, People don't let go and I always like to just go crazy, you know, and I just don't, I feel like people don't and it's, it's just bizarre to me because it's like, this is the time that we're supposed to, it's like sex, I guess, you know, I feel the same way. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. But like Eric, as a musician, I mean, like music, of course, with separate from dancing has such an impact on people, but how do you feel about dance? It's, it's the best thing in the world. It is the best thing in the world. Oh, you guys, it it was murder. Podcast loves to dance. Yeah, we, we love, love to dance. dancing. Dan- dancing is the best thing in the world. It's it's uh, doing it when you're genuinely moved to dance. Yeah, uh, that's like a calling. That's a, that's like a spiritual calling that you should fucking answer. Yeah, uh, whether you can dance or not, just move. Like yeah. like vibrations in the air are telling your body to go a certain way, and just do it. It you're not going to regret it. Like you're going to feel good. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel good. I think there's a parallel there with like, you know, when I'm sorry, I always talk about Halloween, no shit. (laughs) Um, But you know, people are always like, Oh, I don't want to dress up in a costume. I feel weird or whatever. But then those same people will say like, Oh, the one time I went to that party in a costume, it was fucking amazing. And I think oftentimes like the barriers around dance, are similar Mm -hmm. where when people are in a space where they're comfortable enough to just close their eyes if they have to and just be free, Mm -hmm. 
of like other people's eyes on them, other people judging them. It's like, you have to really inhabit that space. And I feel like Max and (laughs) Esther. Yeah, Esther. And Esther really embody that. Like what's sexier than that than dancing, right? Like it's just to find other people that are able to express themselves that way and not be self-conscious. Yeah. Like that's when, you know, like you've made that connection, right? That is so fun to dance with people who share that idea. I guess I was going out in a lot in Seattle, which is maybe not the place to not the dance capital, not of the, the world, dance capital. Well, of the world. It's, it's also not that, that I've danced many times. In yeah, Seattle totally. A really good time. Yeah. yeah. Me yeah. too. I feel like all three of us love that scene with Max because we want Max to find mm-hmm. love and be mm-hmm. sexy and appreciated because that's inclusive and amazing. And Lionel standard is so great. Like oh my God. in the show, yeah. out of the show, he's so everything. It's adorable. And these women that are uh, drawn to him, like it's such a thing that I don't know that we would see in contemporary television where there's no. like this broad spectrum of yeah. a bigger demographic of women that, that, find Max so charming and right where he's like, Ooh, Ooh, uh, is it Annette? Esther. Es- no, no. Es- in the previous one with the maid, right. Where she's oh. like oh, sass- a sassy, mature lady. Like Max just kind of like he's repping for the ladies of a certain age. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, Esther is so cute. My heart she's really so broke for her when she got up. No, when, when, when he was saying, I gotta go, I, I gotta I go make a, a phone. Call. My mother's phone call is coming in and by, mm-hmm. but by a, I don't know, pinky or what, I don't know what he says on me. And she gets, she gets so excited. She's and so, ugh, yeah. I Get loved. a pink lady on me. That was so Yeah, but, but she fucks everything up until she doesn't. No, she, no, she saves, saves the, the day. day. She, she totally saves, saves the day. The day. She gets but a little she weird. She saves the day by doing something that just simply doesn't make sense for a, an Italian man, which is you do not tell an Italian man that he needs to break from his mother. Yeah. <laughs> she gets really clingy. Good luck with that, Esther. Well, no, she she saves the day by by calling by uh, said go, Italian man out on him. a lie. <laughs> which, yeah. And she's like, I think that does you're work. not, you're not. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, how come everybody's just blowing through these doors that say keep this door locked at all times? <laughs> but it's so funny because at the end of the episode, you think she's going to have her heart broken. She's going to think, say, you lied to me when mm-hmm. Max finally tells her that he's not an Italian. Uh, right, that they're both Fortino, from New York. And she, yeah, she's, she just says something along the lines like, of, I knew you had to be I know from that. Brooklyn. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. I, I knew right, that. Right. When whole she time. says it in the first part, you can see like Max is like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I know why in the context of the show that the hearts would have him go undercover, but it's just sort of like regular Max is best Max. Yeah. 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 Totally. totally. Because he's kind of, it's kind of like termite inspector Max. It's like, it's just Max. Just let Max be Max. I am quite fond Except of Except when he's being a fortune teller. Baltar. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Baltar. <laughs> I, am, I am quite fond of Baltar. Baltar's good because everyone needs to come to the abode of the damned. And there's no one better to welcome you to it than I don't know if you guys noticed on our um, on our Instagram, but we were given a uh, kind of phonetic pronunciation of uh, Jennifer's Jennifer of Stephanie Powers. I think because we proved in the episode where we're all just dying inside about election results. Yeah, I was wasted um, that we couldn't say it. Oh, yeah. What was it? Federkevich. Federkevich. The, the, the accent Federkevich. is on the Kev. It's on the Kev. 
Federkevich. 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 Stefania Federkevich. 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 Wouldn't it be like Federkevich? That's so Polish. <laughs> it's, it's Polish. Polish? That was Correct. a Russian, but they used the Russian. Well, big up to I, Polish I'm, people. Do, like, because it wasn't written down. How do they know that? I'm, I'm assuming how Max pronounced it must have been the Russian yeah. pronunciation. Yeah. We had some more very clumsy flirting double entendre from the hearts again <laughs> in the shower, where I think it starts off by Jennifer saying, it's wet in here. It's wet in here. And it, I don't know. It was clumsy and not very sexy. It was that. clumsy until until he got in the shower with her, and then it was cute to me. Like, Ugh, that it's was cute. not No, cute. I agree. That, that disgusted It was just me. overly long. <laughs> He what he does disgusted you. Yes. So when he gets in the shower with her, she says, she says something like, "This, I think it's a job for the captain." And then he gets his takes his robe off, steps in the shower, and he says, "I think it's more a job for the first mate." And that puts an image of a disgustingly lit boner into my head more than just seeing a picture of a dick. Like (laughs) it is so gross like i just saw this mental image of his weird boner in the shower it was so bad that was like like first mate yeah that's what he's saying that was the most i know he says but first first mate that's the most like literal uh metaphor right. he could make it's he is yeah, her like first he mate is first no he was talking about mate. his boner <laughs> i no, i like i like that i i'm gonna go with that i'm, <laughs> I'm going with joe's, joe's talking about his glistening erection that. that's <laughs> what he was talking fair. about yeah for real he was he must have been he said no. he thought you guys thought he was talking about himself when he said the first mate of course he was no first mate is mm. like it just makes sense you They're guys, mates, right? you guys are so you're naive mate. you're so young you're so naive <laughs> sit right back and you hear a tale <laughs> a tale of a faithful trip sit right back and you'll see a boner <laughs> that's started from this tropic porch uh Gilligan is the first mate, right? Uh, Am I wrong? I don't know. Right? Because Skipper and mm -hmm. and Gilligan is the first mate. Mm -hmm. So Gilligan's a boner is what you're saying? I don't see the connection between first mate and what you're saying. Because he's saying (laughs) his boner is the first mate. That's what he's. That's what he means. It's an entendre. No, it's an entendre. He's not saying that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yes, you guys. He's no. not this, is that. this is crazy. This is crazy. Stop got, saying that word. I got first mates on the mind. <laughs> yeah, I. As far as the hearts, entendre flirts. Mm. This one wasn't my favorite. It was bizarre. No, but it was kind of yucky. It wasn't kind of awkward. It wasn't as gross as the sprinkler system one. Yeah, yeah, definitely not as gross as that. This, this for, for me, actually, for me, this the was LA Mobile, LA Mobile, like, thanks for the fuck thing. <laughs> yeah, is like to me that that's like yes, that's real. That's evergreen. <laughs> I loved it. I, I loved LA that. Mobile, I, I loved it when she yeah, when she said like, you know like she if said it was my job, pleasure, and he said ours, and I was like, mm-hmm. mm. so good. Yeah, good. I, to good me, one. like if you do a good job. You should be complimented. I agree. Hmm. I agree. And mm-hmm. I think that's true for I think you should say all it things later in yeah. the day and with food. But um, so you would think that if you were gonna put on complete <laughs> new personas and you have and and act like you didn't know each other, you wouldn't walk out of 
your boss's room and say, no problem, Mr. Yes, H. I, I, Max got lazy. That yeah. I, I, I thought did. for a second that it was part of their ruse, but it wasn't. Mm-mm. It was just stupidity. Max just got lazy. And then I was he like, blew it. the heart stayed in character even with each other until that moment. Oh, they did? Yeah. Like they when they were dancing together, they stayed in character when they oh. saw Higgins. And I right. was and That's, I was loving this. I was like, yes, they're staying in character the entire time. Even though those characters were like some bizarre low country thing that didn't make sense. The characters, it was weird. It, it was, was weird. It was a little like you're making fun of Southern folk. <laughs> yeah. You're making fun of specifically new money. Yeah. Uh and then her her telling Patrick the way that he got rich was from marrying so weird. two previous rich wives was how he got rich. Yeah. So it's basically saying not only are we these like yokely, yeah. you know, humorous people because we're Southern, but we're also morally corrupt in some way. <laughs> it was weird. It was a weird thing for the hearts. Like I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I guess that, yeah, they're trying to be these stupid. They're basically trying to be stupid people that are easily robbed. Yeah, they're their trying to be rude, is. but yeah. but it's like I don't know. I, I and I guess that kind of tracks that they would think this jewel thief will think that we are rubes because yeah, we're Careless. southern. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, that they're tacky. Like they were just playing yeah. tacky. Yeah, basically. Um, I love when we didn't talk about really when Jennifer somebody asked her if she wants a drink, <laughs> she says. <laughs> I have a, a, a white wine. White wine. A white wine. A white wine. A white For whatever wine. reason, like, I immediately thought of Eric when she said that. I was like, he is going to call out we that. Got, oh, we both cracked, we cracked up. up. A white wine. White wine. wine. She was saving all her I can barely say moment. it. Like, my Pacific Northwest mouth can barely form. Wah, wah. That expression. Um, what? Because it's like a duck call, like a duck yeah, call. Yeah, it is. Stewie whistle. Wah, like, what? Like, it's really bad. <laughs> um, and really then bad. The thing that, so she's chasing the girl at the end. Uh, I keep forgetting their names, but then the Pamela. thing that knocks Pamela. her knocks her into that black <laughs> void space is a steam vent. Steam valve, which, yeah. yeah. This completely knocks her off her feet and she screams and then falls into the and hole. It falls into the void. It's a weird what? very crazy. I'm like, yeah. no, wait. So they're in this like the they're on the engineering level and then they're like, whoop, like into the bottles of the ship. It's like, that's yeah. not real, you guys. No. That's you know, not a thing. What could have made sense is if she fell over the side of the ship that they were on. And it would have made way more sense. Rewrite corner because that girl had climb down the side of the ship and it's a very deadly thing that right. could actually I will, happen. I will for the first time honor oh, wow. fully rewrite corner okay. because that would have been way better. Yeah. That makes way more sense. Cause, cause the way that they drop down like into the nothingness, it's like, is this empire strikes back? Yeah. Totally. I almost <laughs> just said, I almost just said, is this empire? But I didn't want to be too. <laughs> let's, let's take that back here. Cause my true self says, is this empire? Like, are you fucking hanging off the thing in the cloud city? Cloud city. No. Yeah. Was there just water underneath her for somehow? Yeah. What's <laughs> happening? What was down there? The, the endless void. Just sharks and right. dogs. No, the sharks it just were didn't in make sense. Her shower. Yeah. Along with his first mate. <laughs> 
how to talk about this without sounding too critical. There's uh, an idea introduced in a previous episode of when someone's being held up, Jennifer can just hit that person with her handbag and then they're not being held up anymore. Yeah. yeah. She really easily could have done that when they were being held up at the table. But she mm. didn't. No, he had his. He had the gun in his pocket, though. He had the gun yes, in his pocket, pointing directly at her. It is really funny the sequence of people dropping guns and Jonathan grabbing the gun from the insurance guy after he gets. There's a lot of gun knocked. kicking. Yeah. And- and gun grabbery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of gun kicking. There's something great though about like everybody just running around in evening wear. Well, anytime, but on the the uh, engineering level of a yes. cruise ship, oh, that's yeah. super funny and amazing, mm-hmm. right? Because it's just like, <gasps> <There's>, <gasps> what's happening? It's so hard to talk. You can't really talk about it because it's so visual. But Max does the weirdest run after. <laughs> The, they're being kidnapped. They're being brought down to the it's engineering because level. Because he's nine hundred years old. Yeah, and then the the lady, the evil lady, also does this weird like sideways swipe thing. I don't know. You can't really talk about it because it's so mm, visual. She's a gymnast. So when Pamela yeah. was running, her head <laughs> did this weird <laughs> bobble thing that I was just like, "What is going on?" Like, are her you heels. okay? It like, <laughs> like she, her, she was new on those heels or no, something. No, that looked like some. Audrey Hepburn, he kind of like, like <laughs> Catherine, <laughs> Catherine Hepburn, sorry, not Audrey. Uh, like, it, yeah. was, it was really weird. Like, yeah. I, I was worried about her for a second. <laughs> what became of Pamela after she mm-hmm. made this gesture to help Jonathan save his wife's life? She was clearly over Agmo Granville, yeah. right? Uh, yes. Yeah, she was done. Um, I think. Well, yeah. she was done with the criminal enterprise, but she, just, yeah. she was so also she was also still very uh, mm-hmm. very interested in in continuing the operation. Like, yeah, I liked her light touch as a criminal, where it made me angry with David. It it, I, it endeared me to her. Well, because they fucking have jobs, you know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, she's like the executive director of that cruise ship. Whatever. She's the Julie from the love boat of the Desiree. She's the cruise director. Mm-hmm. Wait, we've got to do two things. We've got to do two things. Two things. Well, first and foremost, we have to pick, pick your poke. <laughs> and I go first. Yeah, you do. It's the Granvilles. It's, both of them? It's both of them. Both um, of them. Yeah. Ooh, that's Ooh. so exciting. So, Gender bender. So, Even if you might be wearing a wig? I have the same issues. I'm hoping he's wearing a wig because a wig can be removed. Uh, <laughs> Patrick Granville is extremely handsome to me. His sure. nose is so mm-hmm. good. And he looked real good in them little white shorts. He looked real <laughs> fucking you're good. you're going to say that. Yeah. Of course you did. You know why? Because it's true. It's true. And you know the truth. Uh, but he he looked really good. The hair was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. The but hair doesn't bother me. I, I think couldn't, it's cool. Ugh, ugh. I can't ignore Pamela. She was mm. so good that when she takes her ski mask off and shakes her yeah. hair out to put the ma- to put the necklace up Even to her neck huge, and then licks yeah. her lips. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Was, I was immediately me, like, well, all right, I'm like, you got I get it, it but, girl. Yes. Exactly. I get it, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, done it, been fact, there. Fact is, uh, <laughs> those white shorts did it all. So it's both, wow. it's, it's both of them, though. Like, I can't Paul. just, I can't just pick one. Mine is kind of an extra guy who was sitting at Esther and Max's table <laughs> when they were, and he's bald. <gasps> Uh, 
he had this he, he had kind of weird hair but he was very handsome he wasn't mm-hmm. i don't know if it counts i don't know if i'm allowed because he didn't he wasn't a, he didn't have a speaking role oh that's okay but it, it's mm-hmm. him or it's the granville guy mm. which i'm bored i'm bored with that choice that's though. i so when i picked when i picked him originally i was like eh, this isn't really a good one predictable yeah yeah kind of yeah. but the shorts and then yeah. then the pairing of him with with Pamela yeah that really works. It's a handsome me. guy. It's just I'm not super excited about it. And I was reaching for another guy. That's why I chose that bald guy. But he actually is my first. The Norman of the cruise ship. Yeah, it's a job for my first mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why? What first mate doesn't mean mm, anything? Okay, whatever. <laughs> He's talking about me, Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> that was my dick speaking, by the way, for everyone. <laughs> That's what he said. He's talking about me. <laughs> my boner sounds exactly like Eric. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe's boner. I'm Joe's first mate. <laughs> I'm his first mate. <laughs> he takes me everywhere he goes. I feel like Joe's boner is in the rejected pile of Sanrio potential characters. They're like, it's Joe's boner or that bear that's just, that's clearly stoned all the time with the yeah. headphones. I'm, or a talking egg. I'm just so happy You're I was like, considered. Mm, egg, we're going to green light the egg and the stoned bear with the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's boner is going to have to wait. The world's not ready. Right. They're like, Joe's boner, that's not going to sell in Singapore. Mm. And they sent it on a freight ship back to America. <laughs> With cry check. Yeah. Hang on, bitches. Can I get a minute? Mm-hmm. Joe, look up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pamela. Of course. Nice. Did you say cut? <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> oh, she's telling us she's telling us to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> just sit and think about that first. Yeah, just think. <laughs> Imagine Ellen and Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> in flagrante and their, first, their first mates Camel's the, <laughs> the best <laughs> she's great she's beautiful she <laughs> that first scene where she pulls her hair out of her face and then there's still a sweaty slock of hair in her face so hot is good but also it made me itchy. No, she's just she's a scene stealer she was mm-hmm. great for sure that yeah. actress yeah. Uh, let me I'm gonna say her name because it deserves to be said uh, Simone Griffith. She is still working today. She is, uh, she's doing a lot of indie movies. Uh, she's cool as shit. Cool. You know what? Yeah. My vibe of her character in this episode is that she didn't give a shit about the money. She didn't care about that guy. Mm-hmm. She wanted a challenge because she missed gymnastics. I got that same, yeah. Yeah. same vibe like where it was like, burglar. she's yeah. just like, this is fun. She's the muscle. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. She's the muscle. She is. Yeah. And it's great. She's the talent. I mean, like a whole other series is about a female cat burglar. Mm. I mean, that's like the great series. And so if someone is out there listening and has the potential to do this, it should be a younger female cat burglar and Simone is the actress to play the mentor. Mm, yes. I like it. I love that. Is Simone in LA with you guys? Are you yes. running into her at like the yeah, Armenian she next door. restaurant? She's, re- she's renting our second bedroom right now. Don't she, fuck with me. Joe. She cat burgles at night though. All of our shit just ends up in the second bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simone. Simone. Can I Jesus. make fresh? Simone. <laughs> Should we get to ratings? Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, I don't know. I am going to give this one a three because I really enjoyed it. I don't think it was good, but it was 
enjoyable. Like, mm. and really that introduction to the disco class hmm. is going to carry me through until the next episode because that shit was so funny. Oh, shit. I lost so my mind. Good. The gold boots that guy was wearing. That Are guy, you shitting me? That guy's my poke, actually. I'm changing my Oh, okay. To that cow- that space disco cowboy. Mm-hmm. Gold cowboy ah. boots. The gold cowboy boots. Pants. And the dance skins. Solid. And like purple, yeah. oh, shiny purple. Yeah, he's awesome. But yeah, I'm giving it a three. I think it's. I think it deserves mm-hmm. a three. Yeah, I laughed. What do you like, think? I laughed at some of the humor. And if I ask, what what are the two stars taken off for? Um, hearts cr- create. Hearts. <laughs> the two hearts oh, are taken hearts, off for right, creativity sorry. and uh, execution. Like mm-hmm. it was a cheap looking episode. Yeah, it was real cheap. Yeah, there were a lot of green screen shit, or not not even green screen, but like rear projection mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. and that just looks Which terrible. I, I prefer that to green screen at, at, from this era, though. I think. Well, uh, I don't prefer either. I prefer you just be at a location. Oh, I guess. Yeah, just go to the marina and and set up a, a fucking ship deck and yeah, shoot it. Like, yeah. come on. That that's not. I don't think they had that kind of budget. Honestly, I don't think they would have been able to do that. They can go to any beach. I guess, and like set up a little platform. Yeah, for those one shots, though. This was like, a network hit. They could, they could do whatever the fuck know. they wanted, and instead they did that. We need to talk to a producer. I know. A, I'm sure that I'm, sure, I'm talking totally out of my ass. That but seems I, crazy. That's whatever. It was just. It was a chintzy episode. It was chintzy. Yeah, but it was fun. I liked the hearts. I liked the hearts flirts. Um, I didn't care for their we're southern trash yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah, but whatever. Max but they was are adorable. <laughs> Freeway was in it. I am also going three hearts, and it's one heart off for the set deco, one heart off for making me visualize Jonathan's boner in the shower so disgustingly. That's one heart on for me. That's one heart off <laughs> <laughs> for making me visualize his heart on. <laughs> And they don't really give you any option for it. There's no room for interpretation. Mm-hmm. You have to visualize his boner and it's disgusting. No, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I don't know what kind of enlightened freedom you live, Ellen, yeah. but we are forced to imagine boners <laughs> when was people forced. say first mate. <laughs> it was like sharing your screen on a Zoom call and it's porn. It was all New Yorker. Um, okay. <laughs> 2.5 for me. Mm. 2.5. Low, low, low. Because that boner shit's not real for me. <laughs> and I'm really just focusing on Pamela and the jumpsuits and Higgins. Mm. And that's not enough. Mm. I feel like this one is just, it's kind of a throwaway. Yeah. Um, And I hate cruises. So I feel like it's just really tapping into like that cruise ship moment zeitgeist or that tongue-in-cheek in-joke. And it's just not, there's just not enough plot on the Desiree for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. It's a heart murmur. It's yeah. it's it's not terrible. It's definitely not great. It almost got heart attack. It was 0.5 away from heart attack. Well, it was 0.1 though. Actually, no. if if she would have said 3, it would have been the highest heart, heart murmur. murmur. Right, right, right. Okay. But I don't think that it deserves to be the highest heart murmur. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll watch this one again though. Like when it comes up on my yeah, rewatch, I'm going to watch it because I want to see the gymnastic scene. I want to yeah. see the disco dance that scene. Space cowboy. I want to see It's fun. Yeah, there's a lot of it that I liked. Ellen, is the next episode better? Mm-hmm. It is to me. Oh, am I not supposed to say well, why that? Why don't you tell me what it, it is? is to me. Tell me what oh, it yeah. is. Yeah, what is the next episode? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked, Joe. 
<laughs> Eric, you will love this episode. You know why? Because it's too many cooks are murder. <laughs> <laughs> too many cooks are murder. That is the worst too title I've cooks. ever heard in my life. That doesn't life. <laughs> make any sense. Doesn't, oh my God. Too many cooks are murder. Too many murder. cooks are murder. But I think of that movie, <laughs> Who's Killing, Who is killing yeah, the, great, yeah. the Great Chefs of Europe. Have you guys seen that movie? No. Who's Killing yet. the Great Chefs of Europe? Oh, originally <laughs> airing May 6th of 1980. Take that in for a hot second. <laughs> All right. Did something happen. Now we're done. The menu, the menu features murder and the hearts take a gourmet cooking class. Mm. The hearts vie with an unscrupulous financier for a recipe which might benefit the world. Oh, what? <laughs> I have no idea right. what's going to happen. There's like a cooking show. There's plenty of Max to go around. Too many cooks it's, are murder. It's unlike... <laughs> Cruise at your own risk. It's like the plot is almost overly complicated, in my opinion. Great. Okay. Another complicated. Yeah. No, I'm here for that. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. It's been fun. We're two episodes away from the end of the season. We're so close. We're so close. That's so weird. Why do I feel like we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna take a break? So we're not taking a hiatus. We're not. We're we're just gonna dive right into season two. Are we not? We should go on a cruise. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Well, I'm going to have a special, special thing for listeners. We all are. We're yeah, going to celebrate gonna, in our gonna, own way. We're going to do some, some stuff season. for you. It's a lot of episodes. It's many hours of heart to heart. I'm still reading a Sydney Sheldon book that I don't think anyone else is reading. <laughs> no. So it'll just be an episode where I tell both of them about this book. I'm going to yeah. pretend, I'm going to pretend to read the city show episode. I, is busy. that a good episode? Uh, Me just describing a book to you guys. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Can we, it'll be like a 30 minute episode. We'll call it the 30 minute max. 60 I, just, minute max. I have 30 minutes to tell you about this book. <laughs> I was so worried that you were going to bring that book up again and here you are. I know, bringing it up I'm again. just like trying to look away, but yeah. it doesn't really work on zoom. You can still see me. But Joe, are you doing a special It Was Murder poster? That yeah, I mean, I started a That's sketch, exciting. so I have to figure that out. But yes, the, eventually at some point there will be an It Was Murder poster. I don't want to I don't want to put any promises on it <laughs> in terms of a deadline. Oh, I love it. Follow us on Instagram at It Was Murder Pod. Follow us on Twitter at It Was Murder Pod. Email us at It Was Murder Pod at gmail.com. Rate and review us at the Apple Podcasts place. Um, give us five stars. Write Eric is always wrong. Write Ellen is so yeah. funny. Write, write articles Joe about us. The, Joe is the cutest. Oh, uh, write more boba. Just write more boba. More boba, and we will, <laughs> we will give you more boba. I'm optimistic for season two. I mean, I, I love too. season two. I'm but excited. I feel like we're on an uptick in general. Spirits mm. lifted. Mm-hmm. Maybe fewer spirits imbibed. Not really. <laughs> no, but, not. but it's okay. Yeah. We're going to do this. Well, this also was a freeway free episode, wasn't it? He was it? in it. He was in it. Mm-hmm. He was? He was mm-hmm. in it. When? When Max comes in and says the thing of beauty is uh, oh. uh, joy for life. He was like in the background of one of those shots. He was just sitting there. <laughs> just sitting. Low, it's a low freeway percentile. Yeah. Very yeah. low. Maybe the lowest ever. No. No. There's some... Anyways, good night, freeway. Doesn't matter. Good night, freeway. Good night, freeway. (laughs) 